it's like I'm sad <laughs> I want, about I need Mario. To play it. I'm sad about Mario Sunshine because I went into it remembering like i remember not liking it that much but then like i i've seen it so much since then like on on like speed runs and stuff and i'm like and it looks pretty good it can't it's i bet it's not that bad and I, and now i'm playing it and i'm like it just doesn't like it, it isn't bad like there's no real like first party mario game that's bad no and i say first party because like hotel mario exists and there's mario is missing and all of the weird spin-off crap. Yeah. But like but like the real mainline Mario games, they're all like at least 7 out of 10s, probably 8s. Oh. Yeah, or better. I, but like I, I Sunshine like Mario just, Sunshine, so I'm curious to go back and play it. Sunshine feels like depressingly bad to play. Now, is that because you don't really want to play it in some ways, do you think? No. No, because, like, I was kind of hesitant to go back to 64, too, and I thought that was going to take longer. And then, like, granted, I'm more familiar with that, so I was able to sort of breeze through it. But there are some parts of it that I was like, man, I'm really not looking forward to doing this. And then it just kind of worked out, and it was fine. Sure. But, and after, like, a couple of streams with it, the mechanics of it, despite being old, um, I, they it felt good to play like yeah. the the controls felt good it's a little slippery here and there there's some mechanics that you don't really that don't really work quite the way you'd want them to um changing directions is kind of weird because sometimes mario does this like he does like a wide sideways. u-turn <laughs> sometimes he turns on a dime-ish yeah <laughs> yeah i fell off a cliff in the first bowser level because i was getting one of the red coins and then i turned around and he did like a, a like he jumped to his side and then would turn yep. around and i fell off because i was like oh what? Yeah, sometimes it I doesn't don't remember that. <laughs> and like you would think that Sunshine's controls would be tighter. Yeah. But it's really like it's not it's not any better than 64 in terms of like tight controls. A lot of the stuff that you sort of rely on for movement in 64 like the long jump is gone. The long jump being gone is the thing that kills is is what makes me the the most sad. Yeah, I love the long jump in sixty four. It's my favorite. It's my favorite jump in any game ever. Yeah, I I think that's favorite jump in any game ever is maybe that might be a bit much. I don't know, dude. It's what what the long jump can do everything. It's such a cool jump. I mean, it's great, but like it feels good. I, all I'm saying is that I would have to I would have to give that a significant amount of thought. To think about other jumps in other games before yeah, I called it like anyways. the greatest. That's, just, that's how that's how people talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's, like it is. It is definitely like like using the long jump to get to places is like one of the best feeling things in that game by far. Even just traversing with it feels good. Yeah, just like just running on a on flat ground, just going Yahoo, 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 mm -hmm. like. And then, I love it. And then accidentally like ground pounding because you do the you hit the buttons in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the long, long jump is gone and like hilarious. Yeah. And flood is like it's just weird to control. Like it works and it does what it's supposed to, but like the controls on flood are not tight. Mhm. Mm and they're not like it's very slippery, very floaty. It's like 
trying to turn and get going the right way with that hover nozzle is yeah, like it's, really it's, frustrating sometimes. You're kind of forcing it sometimes, yeah. Like sometimes you're trying to turn back around to face towards a cliff so that you can grab the ledge of it, but then you end up going backwards and because you can't really like turn to the side. It's kind of like Flood kind of has like tank controls. Yes. You know, and like, and but you only have limited time to move with it. And I know they kind of made it that way so that you can't just break all the physics. But at the same time, let me break the physics. It's a Mario game. <laughs> like, let me do the thing. You like the the Cappy jump in Odyssey completely breaks that game and it's better for it. I mean, I think they knew that they didn't ever go back to anything like Flood again. They 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 there has since not been a Mario game where that requires you that that is so such a huge part of the yeah the gameplay mechanics is that ever ever again yeah no I, I I like Mario never like traverses primarily with a with a gimmick or mechanic yeah after and that o- point. Odyssey the what's what's really impressive about the about Cappy and Odyssey is that you can play the whole game without even utilizing the cap to break it mm. right. Like you can, yeah, you can yeah. do some, you can do some basic stuff, but I mean, if you get into the really crazy stuff that you can do with Cappy, um, it's, it's, it's nuts. Like the, the super jumps, infinite jumps, like multiple times off the hat and all that kind of stuff. None oh, yeah. of that is supposed to be in the game. I mean, it's supposed to be in the game, but it's not, it's not required to complete any of the, the, the hearts or the main challenges, but it's, it's there if you want it to be. Yeah. And that's sort of the beauty of the game. And, and Mario 64 had that not on purpose, but just by virtue of it being, so well, a, a game that they had never made in that style before. So there's all kinds of crazy broken stuff that they didn't ever do on purpose, like momentum and jumping, like right. you know, kick jumping backwards up a cliff and all that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Um, and that's that's fine. I don't. I like that actually. I, I that's what. I, that's why Odyssey is such a great game to me. Is that they they left it yeah. open. They 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 left the door open. Where, whereas in Sunshine, it feels I haven't like... played it played it since a long time. Like since since I played it. I only have ever played Sunshine one time. And that was the one time to get all 120 shines the very first time, like back in 2000 and yeah, like or two I, or played, it came out. I played, I so played Sunshine one time also around the time that it came out and I didn't even get 120 because mm. as soon as I found out that getting 120 meant getting all the blue coins, I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I actually printed out. I remember doing this because I printed a I want to say there's like some stupid number of blue coins, like 200 or something like that. We determined uh, yesterday that it, or yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. We determined yesterday that it is 240. All right, yeah. There I remember I printed out in, a... There's 30 in each stage, there's 10 in the final stage, and then there's 20 in the plaza. Ah, all right, yeah. So yeah, 240. I, I printed out a game FAQs, like, list of where all the blue coins were, and I brought it with me. We We had a camper like a stationary camper up uh, in Northern Michigan. Well, it's mm. not actually in Northern Michigan, but we still call it up North for, cause, cause we're dumb. Our was people. it like Cadillac? <laughs> no, 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 it was like Silver Lake. So oh God. Lake so it's, <laughs> that's mid Michigan at best. Yeah. But everyone still, but everyone still refers to anything like that as up North. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> unless you, unless you live above that line, basically going North at all in Michigan is considered up North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like if you like if you live in if you live in detroit flint is up north <laughs> but people w- but it wouldn't call it up north only because it's not like 
camping, right? Right. It's, if you're camping or doing something with, with water sports or climbing or something, then it's up north if you're in Michigan. Sure, <laughs> Regardless sure. of how far north you actually are. And See, then northern it's... Michigan is even further up north. But that, like, if you were to say up north, but you meant northern Michigan, people would be like, oh, what? <laughs> Well, like, yeah, you know, like I, I spent a reasonable amount of time like growing up around Traverse City, or I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, Mount Pleasant. At which point, like up north meant like Traverse City. Yeah. Yep. And if, but then I lived in Traverse City for a while, and at that point, up north is the UP. Yes. Yeah. Or like Traverse City, then up maybe. north is well, me. Yeah. Yeah. But my, even that's I, not that much further. No, it's like forty minutes away. Yeah, it's barely <laughs> anything. <laughs> but um. I remember printing out the the I don't know it was probably like ten pages of blue coin locations or something like that, and I brought it with us to the camper so I could finish Mario Sunshine while we were there. Mm. <laughs> and it's just a memory I have because I remember like crossing off each blue coin location because at that point I didn't know which ones I had picked up. So you have to oh go yeah back you have to check of... all of them. I'm totally gonna have to do that too because I have like sixty something. Oof, it's not even halfway. <laughs> no, it's like I have like a quarter of them. Which is good because like at that, like what that means is that checking, um, what that means is like going through the list of like getting every blue coin will be mostly fruitful because it means I've gotten like probably a third or less of the coins in each stage so far. That's true. Actually, it's way worse if you were at like 200. Yeah. Then it's like, oh God, which ones did I not get? Yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's, that's a much, that's, you know, wow, what a. What a positive way of looking at that. I I try, Tom. I try. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of who, positivity, who, who who are we? What what are we doing? Oh yeah, we should do that. We're gonna do it. We've this forgotten. Week. We don't to have do that to for like week. the last three podcasts. We didn't do it on the podcast that might be pushed by another company, but that's fine. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, when we did when we did Kickbot. Right, like they might, they might share that podcast possibly. And oh, they did. Intro- I I tweeted about it earlier. They they retweeted the crap out of it. Yeah, and, and we didn't introduce ourselves in that podcast, which might have been intelligent. Shit. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the retro breakdown. We're your hosts. My name is Dean. I go by Time Wanderer. You can find me at Twitch.tv/TimeWanderer, streaming games that we talk about on this channel or on this podcast. On this, cha- on this, whatever. On this Tom, podcast channel. I'm Tom. You can find me at Twitter at, at twitter.com slash TomDayVG. Real, real creative. It's easy to remember, though. We um, both exist in other places, um, but... My Twitter has links to every, like, the Yeah, the, YouTube, the thing is, the like... Twitch that I don't use and this podcast. If you find us at the links that we give you in the spoken part of this podcast, you will naturally be able to find us in more places if you want to. Yeah. But like, honestly, we're directing you to the place where we're most likely to actually be able to see you. So positivity, happiness. I, you know what? I can't you think know of what a we better finally game. did? What? We fi- we're finally doing a podcast on Kirby's Dream Land 3. It's actually Kirby's Dream Land 3. I was, I was going to say today we're going to be talking about something else. <laughs> just, just just as a as a nice little rub. But no, it's. We're actually we're real. We're re- we did it. We really did it. I mean, we did it a while ago, but then we kept we kept running into like, oh, let's just do this other game. Yeah, just that'd be fun. Oh, the best laid plans. Yeah. So this this is this is the the it might be the start of all of the uh all of the uh, like the the art styles that Nintendo has done like Paper Mario, Yarn Yoshi. I feel that way that too. Stuff. 
Like this is the first, I feel like this is one of the very first games to have a, like a, a very distinct art style. That's yeah. Uh, kind that's of been emulated just like more graphics. Recently. Yeah. Like, cause like that's, that's a very important distinction is like, there's a distinction between a well-executed art style. Oh, like Yoshi's and, Island 2 or Mario World 2 or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and like, versus, like, graphics. And, or, well, it's the whole feeling. It's It goes beyond yeah. just the way it looks. It, it it really captures the, like, you're playing a storybook kind of. It feels like, it feels watercolory. I think. Yeah, it's like, it's like you a watercolory photo. Well, the, if, that, that makes perfect sense when, when you, if you look through the, uh, the instruction manual, because they do like the little story and mm-hmm. each next to some little blocks of text, they have like an image of whatever they're talking about in this really watercolor-esque yeah. uh, picture that's kind of there, sort of like a, um, what do you call it? Like a scrapbook or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, de- it definitely looks like a scrapbook. That is a, that's a good point. I, mm-hmm. I did not realize that, um, I mean, I, there's a lot of things about Kirby's Dream Land 3 that I did not realize starting with that it's really good yeah it's awesome and it was really it's a two-player like, game yeah it's, i it's, i know you didn't play it, it that way well no but you did so we have I both did. we both we have both sides of that uh perspective mm-hmm. i um god there's a lot of kirby games like yes. actually like if you oh you just have the like a Kirby like Wikipedia or whatever like well list I'm of looking Kirby up games. something particular because there's something I want to get to about the like the continuity of Kirby games ah uh, okay but I I want to like before I start talking about other Kirby games I want to make sure that we we at least introduce this properly so I think we both went into uh, Dreamland three thinking this is kind of the the redheaded stepchild of Kirby games particularly SNES Kirby games. Because, like, when you think of Kirby game, like, like casually. I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's fair to say, because that has, like, negative connotations. I feel like it's just the game nobody, I, I guess, I guess that's sort of what it is. But, but without, I, like. I just mean, like, the, it's not that it's bad, but that it's forgotten. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, sorry if you're a redheaded stepchild. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a turn of phrase. I, like, I have no I problem with I, redheads. I know, I know. Um, no, but like, hey, I didn't when people realize this came about... out in America first. What? Now? Like five months. Really? Kirby's Dream Land 3 came out November 27th, 97 in America and March 27th, 98 in Japan. What? Wow. What? Well, I know that there's a, God, imagine a game coming out on the SNES in 1998, like an actual <laughs> yeah, first dude. party Nintendo game. So that's what I think about when I think of Kirby's Dream Land 3 is that it's a game that nobody played because the 64 had been out for two years already. Well, in, yeah. in, in, in Japan, maybe in, I don't remember, probably in America, probably maybe even a little bit longer. Cause didn't the 64 come out a bit earlier in Japan? I or was don't, I don't know exactly when it came out. I, I know it was 96. Okay. Yeah. So two years, we'll just say two years. Cause who cares? Um, yeah. Uh, roughly. No one, no one's playing Kirby's. No one, no one's booting up their Super Nintendo for that. Like, I, re- I actually own Kirby's Dreamland Three on Super Nintendo because it was in one of those bargain bins at Toys R Us. There was a huge. Oh, lucky you! Yeah, it was in one of those like, um, you know, like the big metal baskets, like floor to like mid mid height of an average yeah. person. So it was in one of at those an EB along games. With- yeah, yeah, this is that Toys R Us, and it was that. And now, mind you, Toys R Us was still—they did the ticket thing, so this was clearly oh, a game yeah. that they just wanted to get rid of. Yeah, right. So it was—it was this and Super Mario RPG. Um, yeah, I also got Mario RPG from a bargain bin. 
Yeah. So I got both games for really cheap. I mean, I wasn't buying them, <laughs> but my, my mom bought them for me. Well, yeah, um, we were at that age where that yeah. was how we got games. So I got I got both of those both of those games and one of those like, hey, we're giving these away because we don't want them here. Yeah. Um, I, I played Kirby's Dreamland three, the first level I was like, this is awesome and turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> and never played it. I think I probably did that one or two more times, one time getting the two player thing. But then we wanted to do something else like play Perfect Dark or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, I <laughs> it wasn't didn't want to play Super Nintendo anymore. Um, I have many times like. And many times over over like the last 20 years that this game has been out mm-hmm. um 20 plus i have many times yeah, been 21. like yeah kirby's dream like like this is the other kirby game on the super nintendo yeah you and when i call it like in... sort of the the also ran or the or the forgotten like yeah. everybody but it's everybody thinks of superstar and superstar you know no in fairness probably still the best kirby game like overall in i think it yeah it's in terms of all that it has on it is it's yeah. pretty it's pretty spectacular so like it's fit like it's not that kirby superstar doesn't deserve the accolade it gets it also came out at a time that was actually appropriate for its console well and it was only like a year it was right at the end of the super nintendo like kirby's Dream superstar was actually 96 yeah which uh, is the which is the year that the 64 came out so it was just under the wire Right. Imagine so, imagine releasing a Kirby game in 1996 with the N64 ready to release and being like, we need to make another Kirby game for the SNES. <laughs> like start one now with the it makes 64 you wonder how on much, the doorstep. It, it makes you wonder how much was already done or when they actually started working on it or what this what the real timeline is that they don't talk about it much right oh yeah i would be curious to know especially not from nintendo no they're very they're very hush about that so it makes you wonder what happened or you i can't imagine well so kirby superstar and kirby's dreamland 3 have different directors yes i think um i think i think superstar is sakurai i believe that's correct and um uh, masahiro sakurai best known for smash brothers now Best known for awkwardly releasing um, the Minecraft character that he so clearly wanted to do. <laughs> He's very excited about it. I've, I've never seen a Smash Brothers release where he openly talks about how he basically <laughs> he didn't want to do it without saying those words. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Sakurai's sitting on like several several like suitcases bundled with cash just as like furniture in his house now so like it's it's still pretty funny he's all right he's i I think he probably like not to get on too much of a tangent here but i can't i can't help but feel like sakurai is just tired and he just wants to be done now i don't know because when he when he did his previous release what was it it was for uh i mean like even the video for even the video for the Minecraft character was kind of was was like what, like every, like Mario sees he's like uh okay, <laughs> like everything the framing for all of that was just a I don't I don't know why this has to happen. Yeah, I feel like it goes it has it's it's more to do with that than so much the uh, the idea that he's just done. But maybe it's a mix of both, or maybe he really wanted another character instead, or who knows, right? Well, They're, I mean, like the reality is. Of the, like, 
if if we're thinking about this realistically, like yeah. really, really realistically, like I mean, just release Wario. Minecraft Steve <laughs> is probably the single most lucrative crossover character that they could do right now. But it's also the least. It it makes like the least sense. <laughs> it's just such a. It does a, make no. It makes no sense. It makes but no like, sense from this game what? has like eighty something characters in it now. Yeah, like everyone is here. This is a. Game it is here. a ridiculous game at yeah. this point. It is a ridiculously massive game, and who is not playing it? You know who's not playing it? Minecraft players. <laughs> but like. Maybe, Maybe now, now they will. Maybe? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, do you think it really makes, if you don't care about Smash Brothers and you see Minecraft is in it, I'm going to guess a thousand people are the, are in that boat. I think that like, I think that there <laughs> is a literally. generation of younger players yeah. who grew up playing Minecraft. Sure. For whom Minecraft Steve is their Mario. And yeah. seeing him cross over in another game at least draws their attention over to what that is where they would otherwise just stay in their Minecraft Fortnite zone. Yeah. We like we're older gamers who have been around a lot of these classic franchises for decades. Sure. And so like you say if you say we have a we have a game where it's a it's a fighting game where you can play as Mario and Link and Sonic and Donkey Kong and Cloud and Ryu and like God knows whoever else. Like, we're good. But that's all yeah. you need to tell us. We're in. Like, you had us at Mario. Right? Yeah, I mean that but, I I was hyped up for the first Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I like I bought all of them and played all of them. Like, that was a that was a really good commercial actually on the the Together Forever. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fantastic and they're all in like they're all like they're all in what I now recognize to be fursuits. Oh, <laughs> yep. yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah. Okay, yes, that's true. of their characters, and then just like they're just like frolicking through a meadow, and then they just start <laughs> bludging each other with foam hammers. God, that was awesome. While the it, Beatles music plays, and I didn't know that I didn't know. I mean. That was back when you might have. That was the first time I saw that game was on yeah. a commercial for for it. Like so, I was like, "What is this? That's so cool!" <laughs> Everyone like all like all like all of these characters that I love are all fighting each other. You can finally say you can finally determine which one is the best character. <laughs> who would win in a? It's it is literally the childhood game of like who would win in a fight. Sure, yeah. Only you can actually answer it, and the answer <laughs> is whoever's better at the game, probably or Ness. <laughs> usually kirby actually kirby Ness like in, so in 64 grabbing, though man i i mean i'm not talking about the actual pros playing the game <laughs> i'm just saying in terms of like in terms of like relative power in in like smash 64 mm -hmm. like kirby's kind of op yeah kirby kirby was kirby was really good thanks sakurai yeah speaking of kirby how about that um so you see, we you see what i did there about something yeah, well, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Superstar and Dreamland Three, and yeah, how they, they both came, came like how basically Super Kirby Superstar came out at the end of the SNES life cycle, and then Dreamland Three came out 
after the end of the yeah. of the life about, cycle. Kirby's Dreamland Three came out at the point where where like you know how there's that one last game from some random company like Rugrats or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. why is this the last sixty four game? That's Kirby's Dreamland is a first party game that's actually great that came out at, at that po- at that yeah. point. It, it, it's probably one of the last Super Nintendo games. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Literally, Kirby's Dream Land 3 was the last SNES game published by Nintendo in North America. There you go. Yeah. Um, Problems with so the you... game's PAL conversion prevented it from being released in Europe and Australia for many years? Huh. It was eventually released for the virtual console in those regions in the form of an import from North America on July 24th, 2009. So it was never in... It never um, made it to Europe or to Australia. Europe. And like wow. at least as a SNES cart, so this is this is sort of like a forgotten Kirby, which is exciting because I I was happy to do a uh, kind of like you know it's a big name character it's it's a Kirby's Kirby Kirby is an important part of yeah. Nintendo's history but it's who we don't need to play Kirby's Superstar like that's silly it's like everybody's whatever, like, like everyone who has any inclination to play a Kirby game has has played Superstar yeah and so it's cool that this is one that neither of us had played much of aside from the first one or two levels um yeah like it was it literally i played the first couple of levels a couple of times and i was like okay and i gotta say playing it with two people was incredibly fun i yeah Gooey is the dumbest character i've ever seen in my life which is the player two character he's just a yeah. picture like a dark blue version of a dragon quest slime except his tongue is six feet long and just hangs out of his mouth yeah. He's got really dumb googly eyes. Um, it's it's a it's a slime with a Yoshi tongue. <laughs> yeah. And and he can only eat one thing at a time. He doesn't have the inhale ability, but otherwise he's identical to Kirby, except for the fact that if he dies, it doesn't take away from your continue. So you can do that fun thing you do in, in multiplayer Nintendo games, like you know, you could do it in Mario where you where you sort of cheese aspects of it because you can just oh, throw yeah. player two at the objective until you get something going. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's how Jesse Which... and I beat uh, Champions Road in Mario 3D World. Yeah. Oh, like one of us. One of us stands on the platform and lets the other one just fail till we get it. And then we just oh, bubble over. That's so smart. It's yeah. it's cheating. And I feel like my I feel like my victory was tainted. But whatever. We made it. Well, you guys all had to do it five times. So whatever. Well, I guess you only did it twice because you sort of technically twice. But whatever. What? You know what? <laughs> Detail. I did it twice. Detail. You know, you know, this sounds weird. <laughs> When you think of Kirby games, you think easy, right? Like it's a pretty simplistic game. Did did usually you, yeah. Did you Kirby games are very time. welcoming, very very user friendly. Like they're very forgiving. Did you rewind time at any point in Kirby? Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> There's a few points where I was like, "How the f- I'm at half life? What the f- what the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah, no, you lose life. Like, okay, so here's the thing. I also finished the game with like 35 lives. Yeah, me too. Because I kept rewinding time. <laughs> Well, not just that, I mean, but to like be fair, the I didn't game rewind is that very often. free with its with uh, lives, like, and and if it's 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 not a it's by no means a hard game. I'm not trying to say that. I think you go into it expecting it to be very very easy, so you don't really you don't think much about it. You just kind of want to go through the levels fast, and that doesn't work in the no. later levels. There are there are some points where you're like, okay, I'm just gonna take damage boost through this, and you're like, why is this level twenty freaking minutes long? I like I did that in more it. levels than not actually. Mm-hmm. Where you go through and you're like ah whatever I got hit it's fine and just go fast. And then you're at a half life. And you're seventy five percent of the level. Half the level, yeah. Yeah, and you're like forget I'm not playing through this again. 
Yeah, there was a lot of that. Like it is it is a real challenge of a game. Um, um especially like, if you want to get like the 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 secret in, there's like the secret heart star in every stage. There's that's where I did most of my rewinding actually. Yeah. Is just to make sure that I could get that cuz like cuz I was not like I was not here for play each level twice. So that I can figure out what I was what I was supposed to do the first time because well, it is not clear. Some of them are very obvious. Some of them give you a hint or you get it enough. But there's a bunch that are just like I I don't even understand what what I'm supposed to do and I'm reading the guide. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, like I I had the guide open the whole time, and there were like probably half the stages was like okay maybe that'll make sense when I get there. It's like. Not- so it's, so it's just, not overly let's... complicated. Like I don't want to say I'm, I'm not trying to paint Dreamland Three here as like some uh, uh, nightmare the of a Dark challenge Souls or... of Kirby. <laughs> right? It's not that at all. And if you're playing it with two people, it's it's actually incredibly fun. Like the 99 percent of the game is a really good time playing with two people. Uh, yeah, it, there's it's just some a... weird aspects of it. It is a. It, I think more than anything, it is a. It's a question of the like the aesthetic giving you a certain expectation Mm -hmm. versus the reality of what the game actually does. Yeah. And the aesthetic and I I would say the aesthetic and like the first couple of stages gives you the feeling that this is just going to be sort of a, a fun little stroll and you get to, you know, you get to walk through and everything's really cutesy and you're walking through a field and, I think Kirby games in general, because Kirby can fly. Yeah. Because he has, yeah, infin- you feel like you he has just infinite cheat. jumps, so it feels like you're just cheating the whole way. Yes, it does. And Which actually and, makes some of the, the animal friends, which we'll talk about in a minute, kind of comical. Like, it's almost like, why why is this? This is actually makes the game so much harder to control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like, Kirby can fly, and so, like, the removing the threat of an instant death pit because you can just float out of it. Um, it. It makes the whole game feel easier, even though it's not because it's set up like a platformer. And in any platformer, the threat of an instant death plane, whether it be it a pit or spikes or, you know, lava or whatever it is like that tends to be one of the most threatening. um, One of the most threatening aspects of the game. Yes. Yeah. And Kirby games don't have that. Be- I mean, you can still hit spikes or lava, but generally they just do damage rather than instant death. And mm-hmm. you don't really fall in a pit because you can just float out of it. You just, no, I don't think so. I'm just going to fly away. Yeah. Just like, whoop, 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 and you're out. You know, speaking of that, I- I've always found one aspect of the Kirby games kind of annoying to control is that if you, if you're, if you have an ability and you're flying and then you have to puff out that air thingy uh-huh. before you can use your ability. And sometimes it's annoying. Like, do, do, do you ever experience that where you want yeah. to just use the ability, but you can't because first you have to release the air thing and then you can use the it ability? It is especially like when you want to hit something in front of you. Yes. Yeah. And then what you have to do is you have to float up above the thing, puff out the air and then try to get your attack going as you're falling. And in some yeah. cases, puff back up after using the ability because there's something on the floor that you can't hit also. Yeah, I've, I've I've always found that aspect of Kirby games a little frustrating. Yeah, um, for sure. But it's 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 again, if you've played Kirby, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make or break it. It makes the game feel easy, mm-hmm. and then 
that design still lends itself to some significant challenges. Mm-hmm. And the challenges are not like, I, I would say it's an average difficulty game. Yeah. It's, not it's, particularly easy, not particularly difficult, but it feels like it's easier than it is. And if you play through it, the well, game... It looks like it, it looks like it's mm-hmm. easier than it is, too. Yeah. And if you play through the game, assuming it's a certain level of difficulty, it's, sne- it's sneaky. It's sneaky mm-hmm. difficult. <laughs> and it will or, sneak or... up on you. And, like, I had a couple of instances where I took damage and died, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I did not know I had taken as much damage as I had. And I was just like, oh, God, I didn't even realize that I was that close to death. <laughs> There's, there's a, there is one auto scrolling level where somehow I fell behind where I was supposed to be mm-hmm. and I was trying to get out of the water to get up through this crevice and I, I, the, the scroller was moving faster than I could go and I was like, what am I doing wrong? I don't understand. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I rewound time like four times until I was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm getting rid of my animal friend and I'm just going to book it. <laughs> and yep. that ended up working, but it was sort of funny. Like, what is the that the avalanche happening? level? yeah it might have been it was one of the snow levels for sure yeah the the one where like the the left wall is like moving towards you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that i had a really hard time with that because i did actually have an animal friend and they weren't keeping up and then i tried flying with kirby and the flying isn't fast enough yeah and like that, that yeah, part was surprisingly it, like i don't it's weird to that was one of those like (laughs) that was one of those sneaky difficulty situations yeah sneaky difficulty is nice but you know this game the big claim to fame of of kirby's dreamland 3 are the animal friends yeah and that's like so i learned something what's playing kirby's dreamland 3 I, i learned a couple of things one of them is that um i haven't played most Kirby games. Yeah, me neither. I've played actually looking at this list, I've played a little bit of Dreamland but never finished it. I watched someone beat the NES one, which I actually thought was the first one. I didn't realize the Game Boy game was first until I think back about the box art cuz he's white in the in the Game Boy box art before they decided to make him pink. Well, it's it's in not America. It's not just that um it's that, like, a lot of people don't know that in Kirby's Dreamland 1, and I think also 2, Kirby does not have the copy ability. Like... Really? I don't remember that. Literally, Kirby's, like, primary ability that he's known for... Is that for, stupid puffball that we were talking about? Like, his prime, his primary ability that we know him for, the ability to eat enemies and then take a version of their power yeah was introduced to kirby in kirby's adventure which is the third kirby game no 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 kirby the nes one yeah no that came that was the second one i'm almost positive you might be right i was I was actually just about to look that up i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure the nes one came out like a year or maybe i think it was just like a year after the 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 game boy one yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right but he could eat people in that game, couldn't he? Yes. And get their powers? I think so. Because I, yes. okay. I think it was so, like a weird little icon. Like, okay, Kirby. so let me let me let me correct the record here. Okay, okay. Um so Kirby's Dreamland is first. Um in Kirby's Dreamland, the first game, 
he has the ability to inhale enemies and objects and then exhale them like as oh, stars yeah. to attack like, sh- like shoot them but out. he does not have the ability to swallow them in copy abilities yeah yeah so it was the so the nes game is kirby's adventure that is when the copy ability was introduced and then kirby's dreamland 2 also has the the copy ability okay oh actually and kirby's dreamland 2 had three animal friends didn't they already I it forgot did about that. it has rick the hamster Koo the owl and kine the uh, the fish that would explain why the instruction manual for <laughs> they they have the six friends and Rick's Rick Kine and Ku all have like a decent description. You're like mm-hmm. it's in the air, it's Ku to the rescue, blah blah blah. Right. Uh, but then the other ones, there's Nago the cat, which is just like I can do a triple jump, <laughs> Choo Choo, which is I can stick to ceilings, great. Right. I can also fly, but not very well. Awesome. Yeah. And then and pitch the bird as don't forget me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so they they made three new animal friends for Dreamland Three, but they were really they they were like, yeah, we don't like these three. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Like in Dreamland Two, all right. So this is the like when I said I learned some things about when I played Dreamland Three. Oh yeah. Um. So Dreamland Two, Dreamland Three, and Kirby Sixty Four: The Crystal Shards. Yes. Are all done by the same director. Okay. And they are all direct sequels to one another. Ah, okay. So they are specifically in their own continuity with one another. Mm-hmm. And that is why the animal friends come back, but are like basically not mentioned in the other games. Are Were there animal friends in 64? You don't use them, but I think, um, oh, how are they? Up. They're referenced in some way. I can't. Re- okay, okay. So the cutter and rock ability lets you, uh, Let's you turn into statues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The statues are of the animal friends mm-hmm. and they all have different powers. They all have power. They all have powers as the statues that are similar to the animal friends. Yeah. Like movement ability, including Kine, the fish who literally can do nothing on land and sinks in waters. And so is completely useless. God, Kine sucks. Except, <laughs> except he, he, he sucks so much. They gave him, by far the most painful ability. <laughs> oh, the uh, the spike. Yeah, where, where Kirby, you know, Kirby gets the spike and he becomes a ball of spikes. When he when he's riding the fish, he does the exact same thing. Except, but he's, he's just inside the inside fish. The fish. <laughs> so, so he's, he's just, just poking. He's just like poking through, like he's just shredding Kine's inside, <laughs> eviscerating him from the inside out. And you can tell that's what it is because he's. His, there's two pink prongs sticking out of the mouth of the fish, but yep. everything else is just all. It's, it's just it's so sad. It's so sad. So like, so this is another thing. Like I played Kirby 64 and I loved that game. Yeah. I like, but I too. never played dreamland three and it was really interesting to play dreamland three and see very, very clearly. Oh, this is, this is obviously the precursor to 64. Yeah. A hundred percent. The art style is similar and they were already starting to play around with like, um, altered dip- abilities. Yeah. Like so, so com- in this ability game, combinations. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. Cause you, you, you know, you get the fire ability, which turns you into a ball of fire, but then if you're depending on which animal friend you're on, it changes it a bit. Right. And actually if you're on Nago, the cat, it's, it's super insane because it creates like a, a fire pillar that just sticks to the ground, but goes up pretty high and can kind of clear out levels for you really yeah. easily. 
that I, that is one of my favorite abilities. It's super good versus a lot of the, like mini bosses too. Oh, yeah, I totally want to. What we're gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to like, I'm gonna straight up just ask like, okay, what are your favorite ability combinations? Yeah. But that's we're gonna wait for for after uh, after the break. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, so we, I think we were, <laughs> we were, we were starting to talk about favorite ability combinations because that's really the meat of the game. Like it the, really, the... like to me, that's like the most fun of the game is like you have what I think eight abilities. There's mm-hmm. there's fire and ice, cutter, fire, ice, cutter, broom. Oh yeah, cleaning. Yeah, clean. Yeah, clean or broom or whatever they call it. I don't know. It, the um, icon is broom, but like it's basically cleaning because they're all just cleaning in different ways. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> the one with Ku the owl is is ridiculous because he just becomes a feather duster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so weird. Good. Like you can see they kind of ran out of ideas on some of them. Yeah, because like so like we should probably wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait yeah. what are the other four abilities? Yeah, for? we should back this up. So fire, ice, uh, clean cutter, Needle. um, spark, yeah, stone. Blanca. Stone and, and, and parasol. Parasol and spike. Yep. Yeah, I think um, we said one of those twice. So there's nine abilities. <laughs> wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. It's, I think we might have said needle twice. No, I don't but think it does, so. It doesn't, but, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's eight. Anyway. There's eight, yeah. Um, And then there's six animal friends. And the yeah, thing is, like, all eight and pitch of those sucks. abilities... Yes. Pitch the bird is freaking useless. I don't forget him though. Don't forget me. I mean that's why I think why they did that. They they put him in the game like what the hell do we do with this pitch? All of his abilities Here, are awful. Here's a here's a weaker, shittier bird that doesn't fly as good. He's he all of his abilities suck except for the ice one because it becomes one of the you know, like the old kind of shaved ice machines. Oh yeah. Where there's a crank on his head and he, I like, love that one. I actually the like attention that one a lot. to detail. Yes, on yeah. some of the ability combinations is so freaking charming. And like one of my favorite thing, like the thing that I remember the most about Kirby 64 is mm-hmm. you have this wonder of like, Hey, what happens if I combine these two abilities? Yep. What, like what happens if you get this and this, what happens if you get that and that? Right. So yeah, like, I, I love that about 64. And like you find, you find like, you find these ability combinations, including just in, in 64, you just pair an ability with itself. Mm-hmm. You like get double yeah, spike and then you become like a weird like Swiss army knife. Yeah. Or you get like bomb and uh, what is it? Bomb and cutter. I, and you know, you, I was, you get the, I, the explosive ninja stars. I was so sad that bomb wasn't an ability in this. Cause I was like, Oh, the bomb enemies there. And then I was yeah, like, the Poppy bros. Oh, it didn't, it didn't do anything. I, like early Kirby games, like Poppy Bros is just a regular enemy that doesn't do anything. But in Superstar, was, so it, was there weird. a bomb ability in Superstar? There was. Right? There totally was. I think the game before this one had it. <laughs> I could be wrong. I honestly haven't played Superstar in a very long time, but I feel like there's totally a bomb it. ability. Yeah, I, I played it somewhat recently, and I'm pretty sure that... Uh, I'm pretty sure that bomb exists in Superstar, but again, yeah. we mentioned it before. Um, different directors, different directors, yeah, different and they directors, and they different... virtually came out around the same time. I mean, it's only a year apart. Yeah, different directors. Uh, Superstar was uh, was Sakurai, mm-hmm. and um, the Dreamland Two, Dreamland Three, and Sixty Four like trilogy because right, it is was... its own like self contained continuity. Yeah, um, is uh, Shinichi Shimomura. Yeah. 
And I think like, I think Sakurai is still like credited as like a producer or something, but like he didn't work on the game directly. I mean, hell, by the time, by the time Dreamland is, by, by the time Dreamland 3 was coming out and, uh, and uh, Crystal Shards, like by that point, Sakurai would have already been working on Smash. For sure. When Crystal Shards came out, that was 2000. Yeah. That's, I think that's after. That's, that, that's what I mean. It, I'm. I, I want to say Smash Brothers was like 98 or something. It was relatively early in the 64's life cycle, wasn't it? Yeah. I at least like at least midway through something like that. Yeah, it's um, maybe midway. Let's see. No, no, 99. Okay. So it's like 3 years after the the console. Yeah. But yeah. still, like like that is if it if Smash came out in 99, then Kirby came out in Japan literally the year before smash brothers came out on the 64 yeah like kirby's dreamland 3 <laughs> came out on the snes the year before smash came out on the 64 <laughs> and then kirby 64 came out the year after that so sakurai at that point is 100 percent not working on kirby at that point no he so his Apparently in the Crystal Shards, he was just the voice actor for King DDD. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cute. That's that's what he did. Yeah, because he did Kirby's Dreamland. He was or he was working on Kirby Superstar. Then he, he instantly started. Well, maybe not instantly, but according to what he had completed, he started working on Smash Brothers right after that. Yeah, that makes sense. And has not stopped working on Smash Brothers since then. <laughs> no. Um. So, I'm trying to think. I I like I mentioned I loved I loved the Cat in the Fire ability a lot. Yeah, we were talking now, about combinations. We don't have to talk about the combinations and their actual usefulness. For instance, Kine with the electric ability makes a light bulb stick out of his mouth, which is funny. It's totally stupid. Uh, and I don't but actually like the ability. But necessary in some places. Yeah, but I mean, it's like a, it's like a dumb ability, but was, was, yeah. was one of those ones that I'll remember as like, oh, that's silly. That's there, a fun one. There, is definitely, there are definitely some that are memorable because they're fun. Yeah, and like the ice one with, with, with pitch. Yeah, they're, they're they're like a fun visual effect. Uh-huh. And then there's some where it's like, oh, this solves problems. Right, yeah. Like this 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 makes the game easier. Mhm. Having this. And like and I like both of those, but realistically, like going through and just trying out different combinations just to see what the thing what this does with this like with this animal friend. With this animal friend is like much like in 64, it's like, hey, what happens if I get this and this together? Mm -hmm. and some of them like even in even in kirby 64 like some of the combinations are obviously meant to be useless yeah they're just they're, they just needed something there and they're like let's do something silly or funny or whatever yeah. it is like legit do you remember um do you remember in kirby 64 what fire and spark does no kirby not at all kirby rubs like he rubs like a, a like a piece of like plastic or something on his head. <laughs> yeah. He just like rubs it back and forth, creating static electricity. And then he sets his head on fire and then runs around with his head on fire. <laughs> he literally he Holy just crap, generates he just generates static electricity on his head until he starts it on fire from the friction and then just runs around on fire. <laughs> I could play that. I could play Kirby 64 again. I like absolutely like that game's fantastic. I have not but, like I, I actually I only played it one time when it when it first came out. I think out, I played yeah. it twice. 
you know, well, you know what ability was surprisingly good. So stone is kind of notorious for in my world mm. as being just like stone sucks unless it can be paired with something else. Right. For right, the right. most part, it's fun, it's memorable, but it's a pretty in, useless in Dreamland ability. three stone sucks even paired with something else because they're all still basically the same ability. Unless it's Rick, because he runs on it, you become like oh, Rick I didn't use that a, one that much. I didn't either. It's it's just kind of a fun one because I never got stone in the first place, so it was hard yeah. for me to use it often. But there was one or two times where I had stone and then i got rick and then you got to ride around on rick because he just becomes like a stone circle (laughs) yeah that's right i do remember having that and that was like oh this is cute any of the ones that give you like there's a couple of abilities that let you just like move forward and hit everything in your way yes those are actually one of the pitch abilities is kind of like that i think it's pitch with spike Oh, I don't. Um, I don't think I ever saw that one actually. There's a there's a clip in the uh, in the most recent uh, clip compilation. Yeah. Of me like doing it's one of the beach levels, yeah. and I'm just using the pitch ability because it's basically like he just like pecks forward, mm-hmm. and it like you can jump up and just use the ability, and then you just stay completely level on that horizontal plane. And he just pecks everything in front of you. Ooh, that sounds lovely. In a bunch of different abilities. It just hits everything in front of you as you go. I like that, And it yeah. just, like, it just wipes everything out. And I, like, it was such a good ability. that The clip is literally of me just, like, holding the controller in one hand, just holding down the attack button. <laughs> because he's just wiping everything out in the stage. And I just start, like, chair dancing with my <laughs> finger on the Y button. Sure, sure. And I'm just like, I don't have to do anything like the game is solved now. <laughs> and then I get hit from like slightly outside of the, you know, the in, in the, the blind spot. Yeah, because all of the abilities have like no matter how powerful they are, they have a little bit of a blind spot where like it feels like it should hit there, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I don't <laughs> there's th- that just kind of goes with the the difficulty of the game being slightly higher than you might think <laughs> yep yep it, it, it's one of those things where like you think you have it solved and then it's like no it's still like it's still not necessarily like really tough but like you can't just turn your brain off and stop paying attention like it does it does demand that you stay engaged yeah with especially it. when there's cannons on the screen yeah yeah by the, by the way do you like how choo-choo um she just puts her whole body on top of you <laughs> she just straight like, up point, like we we talked about it on stream <laughs> brain slug yeah you can actually you can even see it in kirby like he looks like he's kind of like you get parasected for sure yeah he looks <laughs> like he's just kind of like half conscious and he's like drooling he's like like she has assumed his consciousness at that point yeah but she's so cute, though. <laughs> Did you use the parasol ability with the two of them? Yeah, where she just like, she becomes the parasol, right? Is that the one? I'm no, they're just in the parasol and it's spinning and they're oh, like and holding spins. hands. The spinning one. Oh, it's yes, like I the teacup ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that's they're on an amusement park date. That's and I'm another like, one of those Aw. really good ones, too, because it has a huge area to hit things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's adorable. Um, so that one is great. I, I agree with you completely on uh, pitch with ice where it's just like a crank shows up on his head and it's just like 
Kirby's turning the crank to spit I to spit like snowflakes out like a sh- yeah. like an old shave ice machine. I like that a lot. That's fantastic. Not useful, but like super fun to look at. No, any so any ability that makes you stop moving forward becomes not enjoyable to play with yeah, in my much, yeah. opinion because I just want to go fast. Like yep. I just want to keep going. So if I have to stop to do especially cuz you can't use it in the air, uh some of them. There's some that you can't use in the air easily or whatever like it's right, an right, awkward right. combination of the two yeah, or one very that makes much you, so like pitch and electric which he becomes like a remote control thing is totally useless because it you, seems like it would be so good but it sucks so bad yeah no it's that that one's not fun it's like it's so frustrating um, um let's see i like almost all of the cleaning abilities even though like Koo and rick's cleaning abilities are almost exactly the same thing are they both? I don't remember Rick's. Does he just become a feather duster? So it with Koo, it is Kirby grabs Koo and Koo becomes a feather duster. Yeah. Um, for Rick, Rick just holds a feather duster. <laughs> okay, so yes. Like a different, like, I guess it's not what a is... feather duster. It's like, it's like one of those, like, it's one of those, like, really cheap looking things where it's just like, it's just kind of a stick with a couple of pieces of, of fabric like tied yeah. to the end of it. And it's basic. it basically works like a feather duster, but it's not technically feathers. Sure. But well, it, it's well, like yeah. practically the same movement. It's got like similar range. It's the same motion. It's the same basic idea. Mm-hmm. What was um, Kine with the feather duster? I don't remember that one. I'll remember it when I see it. I know Damn. that pitches was like throwing water. Like, he yeah. becomes a bucket and you throw water at things. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because you had to use that for, uh, you had to you had to water some plants, because that makes sense. Let me just pull um, up the combinations. Is there a, I was going to say, I'd like to see a list of the combinations. Here, I will, I will, I will discord it to you. Okay. It's actually on the same thing that we were so. probably using for, uh, it's on, uh, it's on the same thing we were probably using for the guide, I would guess, assuming you're yeah. using the same one I was. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, this is the one that I, this is the this Oh, is the that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't use it very much, but I found it super late. Um yeah, uh, the Kine cleaning that. ability is a freaking plunger. <laughs> I never actually used that one. A, Holy like crap. a plunger sticks out of his mouth and he grabs enemies with it and then you shoot them forward. So it's basically the same thing as inhale. Holy crap. I remember it was one of the last combinations that I got. But it was yeah, like I, don't, I did not see that one. Oh, I forgot. Nagos is hilarious with the cleaning ability. I was gonna say Nagos cleaning ability is my favorite one in the whole game. It might, it might, it was. Yeah, it's right up there. It is because Nago is is literally so Nago's whole thing. Like in general, he's like a big cat. Yeah, he's a, yeah, and he like even under normal circumstances like moving around with nago is like he just rolls kirby around yeah he's if you stand still nago looks like he's uh doing something yep. a little inappropriate to poor kirby he's doing he's doing a thing he's uh he's 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 grinding up a little bit yeah um but like all of the all of the nago abilities with kirby involve like kirby being abused somehow <laughs> yeah um and like the the cleaning ability is like nago just flattens kirby out into a sheet and does the like 
anime buffing the floor in the onsen, like running up and down the hallway. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. That, that's literally what he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. it's the rag on the floor, <laughs> and then they, like, you you buff the floor by, like, running up and down the hall with the with the cloth on the ground, with your with your butt up in the air. Like, that's that's what he's doing. Like, Kirby becomes the cloth, and he just, like, he just, like, grinds Kirby's face through the entire level and kills everything in front of you. And it's great. It's, like, it's, it looks so adorable, and you move fast. I love it, especially because, like, you do move fast. It, it's one of the only ones where it's like, I love this aesthetically. I love what's happening. Um... But also it's useful. Yeah. Like it moves. It has a decent hit radius. Um, you don't have to worry that much about getting hit by things when you're using it. Cause it basically like it, it hits things in a decent range in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, it's fun to use. Like I, I went for that whenever I, whatever it was reasonable and whenever I could. Um, God, what else? What's another really good one. I, I remember Nago and cutter being terrible. Cause that was like a weird, like an upward kick thingy like that. yeah like it's a, like a guile flash kick yeah that was horrible to use it was super awkward the angle yep. just was awkward like it was yeah because there's very good. like if there's a lot of aerial enemies i could see it being useful but most of the areas uh, most of the enemies are right in front of you mm-hmm. so having something that goes up 45 degrees in front of you like in the air is not really that useful it's not really that useful nine um kine's cutter is actually really good because he just shoots a giant cutter. Oh, just yes, a giant yeah. energy cutter in front of you. Yeah, that was nice. The other, like, I didn't like cutter in general that much as a as an ability. Base cutter is fine, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fine ability. It's just a boomerang ability. Yeah, and honestly, think... most of the uh, most of the permutations of it are just like it's now it's bigger cutter. <laughs> yeah. And it, eh, it's fine. Not not which is the golf. Which is the golf ability? Oh god, it's probably stone and some. No parasol, parasol. With I think it's with it's got to be pitch because pitch sucks. Yep, Kirby bats pitch like a ball, who then flies back. Oh yeah, I forgot. Nice what range, but Kirby is left vulnerable shortly after the attack. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I do remember finding it and being like, "Oh, that's fun." But oh, then, no, like, I tried that's... to actually use it to hit something, and I spent, like, three minutes actually trying to hit one big, like, random enemy, and I was like, all this of, isn't useful. All of Pitch's abilities are, hey, that's really cool. All right, let me get a useful friend. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's how I felt about almost all of his abilities. I'm telling you, Pitch with Needle was really, really good the one time I used it, but it just wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't worth continuing to use him for that one combination. Yeah, no. Uh, what else? There's what else? What the, else? the well. Let's. I think. What was? So the heart stars. Yes. I, I'm really curious. Not that we can go back to the abilities if we think of some other fun. There's ones, there's but... only one more that I can think of that I really want to talk about. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Let's so do I that. mentioned that like. I, I mentioned that like all of Nago's uh like versions of the abilities involve Nago basically just abusing Kirby. Yeah. So like I literally like the my favorite my favorite version of this is Nago with stone. Did you Nago ever use stone. Nago with stone? I don't remember it. 
Nago with stone. No, I definitely did not use this. What the? What? No, please go on. Go on. I just read Nago, the description. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Kirby just uses his normal stone ability to turn into a rock. And then Nago grabs him and just smashes him on the ground over and over. Oh, my God. No. I didn't and use it that does one. like it it works basically like Donkey Kong's grounds like down B. In yeah, Smash yeah, Brothers, where he's pounds on the ground, yeah. Where it's just kind of like an area of effect on the ground around <laughs> you. But it is literally just like the cadence of it. Like it is so fast to, as to be hilarious. Right. It's and like it you is... start using the ability and Nago just grabs Stone Kirby and it's just like bam 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 bam. And we'll do it forever for as long as you hold the button. Well, of course. We'll just sit there and abuse him until you tell him to stop. Oh, God, I missed. I actually might boot the game up just to see that one. It's it's fun, like, or at least like a video. I guess I could watch a video. I suppose it's 2020. (laughs) But yeah, like it's it was so it was so hilarious to see. Like and again, that is one where you stop moving. So Mm -hmm. it's useful. It's decent as an attack. But can you use it in air? Or do you just go right to the ground? I think he just goes right to the ground. Yeah. Most of the stone abilities are pretty much go right to the ground. Um. But yeah, it's like it, it was. It was one of those things. Like there was a couple of abilities in this game that just made me bust out laughing when I saw them. And is that, that awesome? Was, what a great! What a great! Gift. It's a. It's a really good feeling to just be able to like play around with different combinations, and some of them are just. Some of them are just jokes. Yeah. It is just like... It's just like a, ha this will be funny. Yeah, and then it I, is. And, and you're like, fact, ha I, that I think, was funny. I think it's worth it if you're listening to this and you're curious to just, if you have like the Nintendo Online or, you know, a computer uh, to to play the game just to check out some of the combinations, even if you don't see all of them. There's yeah. something fun about Even if you don't finish the your, game, like... That's what I mean. Like, you don't even... And there's something... But there's something about finding it uh, yourself or seeing it in the game and trying it out rather than just watching a video or listening to us talk about it. There's it's, 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 it's really kind of interesting. It's, it's sort of like if you were to look up all of the, I haven't played a mortal Kombat game in forever, but if you were to oh, like, yeah, look yeah. up all the fatalities in mortal Kombat mm-hmm. and see a 10 minute video of it, it's like, Oh wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Or, well, that's crazy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you were to actually do it in the game, it'd probably have a more memorable, it'd probably be a more memorable experience or have a yeah. different impact just because you actually were doing it. And yeah, I think just like these... the sandbox of like, it, it's like, here's a grid, right? Yeah. It's basically a grid of like, here's the here's the powers on the x-axis, and here's the animal friends on the y-axis, and just like, and just go in blind. Yeah. And just fill out that grid, and just yeah, see just, whatever. Yeah, just have is. some fun, because I, I mean, I played through it, and I missed the two of the ones that you just talked about, and yeah. that, that's, like, I, I, I think it's cool. I think that's probably... It's, it's 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 especially true if now if you play with two people only one person can ride an animal friend at a time sadly sure but um it's aside from the two player aspect the the animal friends with the combat well basically the combination of abilities makes the game makes makes Kirby's Dream Land three what it is I feel like I, yeah. I loved I like I like I like the combination effect I now, really did and like I I thought that Kirby sixty four was the game that introduced the combination yeah, me abilities too. I actually I I didn't even think about it. Even though I, like I said, I've played the first level of this a bunch of times in my memory, 64 was the one that did it first, which is yeah. funny. 
And it's and it's completely different in the way that it does because it's just combine ability plus ability, not ability plus like amount. Yeah, plus amount. Yeah, amount. Uh, like modifier. Yeah, and it's essentially the same. And there's almost there's a very like almost the same amount of ability like combinations. And sixty four has like slightly more, mm-hmm. but like it's very close. Um, because yeah, I think there's eight abilities. Has- I think there's eight abilities in 64 and they all cross with each other. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more, but not, not a ton more, but there's eight abilities in dreamland three and there's six animal abilities. There's six animal. mounts. So like it's, I think it'd be like 48 versus 64 or something like that. How many Kirby combinations in 64? That sounds, I'm pretty sure it was that. I think you're right, man. I forgot. Some of these are so fun. Yeah, I, I wish I wish they would make an intent like I wish they would do a 64 thing uh, like classic console or whatever. Oh, like a mini. Yeah. Or even even just like on on the switch as a virtual console. Oh, yeah. I'd be I'd be super. I mean, I know that. that like they get harder and harder to emulate as uh, as you get further forward. Like at this sure. point, NES and SNES games are like like I mean, help people got those running 15- on. 20 like, years ago we had those on computer <laughs> literally my brother had ninja gaiden for nes running on a on a cell phone 10 years ago right <laughs> yeah. like it's not hard to do they are you not can play 64 and, and ps1 games no problem yeah on. now maybe emulating them is different to make sure they're because so the difference between running them on an emulator on a computer and having them be on a console is that they have to be not necessarily a perfect emulation but there can't be hiccups right Sometimes right, there's hiccups yeah. when you when you run an emulation of, uh, I want to say sixty four games. Yeah, sixty four. There's some weird things that happen occasionally, or some games yeah. just outright don't. There, really like work. some textures just like decide to nope out for some reason. Yeah, and and that all those whatever causes those would have to be. Um, yeah, Nintendo's fixed. not going to put them out and be like, "Hey, it's kind of broken, but you can play it." Like that's not <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's. So, so sometimes the texture doesn't work, or maybe Hello Pikachu won't play at all. But that's fine. Uh, especially <laughs> for like a first party game that's like you know in their vault or whatever. They're not gonna mm-hmm. they're not gonna mess around and give you like a half ass version. Like that's um, just not a thing they're gonna do. So how <laughs> how did you feel about Heart Stars? Yeah, you've been trying to get to this for a while, and I wanted to circle back to it too um so like we should probably explain the concept of heart stars as well so basically uh kirby's dreamland 3 has five stages with five five six. worlds with six stages and a boss yes oh um, five oh yes five worlds six stages each world yeah and a boss yeah um to, to to start and in each of those that's you know it's a standard platformer your goal is to get to the end of the stage Mm-hmm. You go, you go left to right, sometimes bottom to top once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you traverse through, you get to the end of the stage and you go on to the next stage. However, every stage has a secondary objective, which the game does an absolutely piss poor job of explaining to you. The manual does a little bit better job. Does it I mean, have does them? A- does it have yeah there's it's a very important actually on page 26 and 27 it's very important collect heart stars a boss will appear in the last stage of every level the boss is controlled by sinister force to break the spell you'll need to collect a heart star from every level Uh collect heart stars and yada 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 sometimes you may get a heart star if you save someone in trouble listen to the hint sound for help 
yeah so about that (laughs) i like this i like this actually there's three tips that they give you for getting heart stars the first one is do something do something with a flower (laughs) do something with a friend and or ability and then three is do something secret dot 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 Oh man, I was drinking water and you almost made me spit my water out all over everything. I like how the third bullet point is just figure it out, asshole. Do something secret. Okay, so this is the problem, right? He, like, this is the problem. So, after a few of these, some of these heart stars are easy. Yeah. Because, so well, they basically are- all, they basically all work out to like, you know, the ones are easy to figure out is when like when there is an obviously like gender swapped version of, of one your, of your of animal your... friends, then the goal is bring that animal friend to the end of the stage and then you get the heart star. Well, so, and so what he's referring to is that on on if you go into each world, like world one, there's six stages. The icon for that stage is the hint for the heart star. So right. you might see yes. like a gender swapped version of Nago the cat or uh rick or kine or whatever and so you know to get the heart star there you just have to get that animal friend to the end of the level now all right. except one level uh that animal friend is present within that level so right. it's like th- those are those are no big deal those 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 are not hard they're not tricky they're very yeah it's just it's just go into the door that has that animal friend in it jump on his back and then just stay like just stay with him until the end of the stage yeah no big deal now and and to, to be honest if you think so three heart stars for every level are pretty straightforward. There's one that deals with flowers, which is either trample them or don't trample them or tramp. Actually, one of them you have to trample them because it switches the, the flower to a mushroom instead. So you have to kill the flowers because mushrooms hate flowers. Obviously, Yeah. The, like, so this is the this is the problem that I have from a design standpoint with yeah. the way because because there's no like I there are no words in no, this there's game. Nothing ex- no, there's nothing that explains there even suggests or hints or any aside from that single image. Like, I mean, like in the whole game, there's no dialogue. There is no, oh, there's true. no it's text boxes. Yeah. There is like no text at all. Even the story is like, is explained through like a Pixar, uh, a Pixar, like, like s- scrapbook series of images. Yeah. You wouldn't even, if you collect all the hard stars, when you kill the boss, you wouldn't even understand why there's black goo flying out of the screen if you we, sort of didn't know. We should actually talk about the the story and the lore because like because that's kind of the that's kind of the last big like what the hell thing about this game. Sure, but yeah. um, well, hold on, we can we I think we could do the we'll, we'll we'll round it out with the 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 holy hell this is a Kirby game for sure story. Uh, when 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 we're done with the heart stars, yeah. But like the problem that I have with the heart stars is that the the hint tells you what it is that you're supposed to actually do in each stage to get the heart star, or like mm-hmm. no, sorry, it Suggests. that's what it doesn't tell you. It it tells you what you need to interact with, yeah, yeah, to get the heart star. It does not tell you how to interact with them, and sometimes it changes completely. Mm-hmm. So in the very first stage, the heart star is there are tulips. There's little tulips with faces on them. And you and don't, don't touch step them. on them. Yeah, don't step on them. Don't use an ability on them. Don't accidentally attack them or you'll smash the- them. And if you smash even one of them, then you don't get the heart star and you have to do the whole level over again. Yeah. 
which doesn't feel good to do. And that's part of why I use the rewind function quite liberally because I was not gonna, I was not about to like go through the entire stage again because some splash damage hit one of the flowers. Well, and, and it's important to emphasize that as we're playing through these games, we're playing through them. Like we're trying to beat them in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah. Like in a week, basically it's not, well, and for you, a lot of times you're trying to do it in a, in, you know, in one stream of stream time. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's specifically, yeah, specifically. Uh, (laughs) so, so it's, it's, it's a matter of, we're not saying it's necessarily a bad design to make you have to play a level twice to finish it. It's more of just, we're being time conscious. Oh no. Like it's, it's, it's important to, to note that that's not like, Oh, what a horrible thing making you do. No, that's fine. I don't want to be bothered with it. (laughs) It is uh, like, it is a very classic style of like extend the game by making you like go through to get the special objective multiple times. It kind of feels like the great cave offensive in Kirby (laughs) Superstar. Yeah. Where like you make one innocuous mistake, not knowing what's going to happen. And then you have to start over. Now, I will say there are a few of these heart stars that uh, I don't, that I think are really actually horrible design. And I don't mean because they don't tell you what to do. It's actually the ones with the mini games. Yep. Some of those mini games. So there's, it's a standard Kirby style mini game where it's like, Oh, a thing flashes on the screen. How many of those things were there? Yeah. But there's a few that are so fast. They I have so absolutely fast. no idea how people did it legitimately. And I, I mean, I, I guess you, you just can, do it. Like you can't even, I don't know. Yeah. You can't miss one of them. Right. Or else you fit. You like you have to do three rounds of it. And it's usually just a it's it's like you said, it's a it's a flash something on the screen and then either count the number of them or or identify the identify the design of the face or like just just answer the question like it shows you something and then answer how much the sound one was wild. Oh, yeah, that one was crazy. Like, five things fall, and they all make a different sound effect. And then he beats the drum. That's one of those five sounds. That's sound- one of those I sound effects got the, you have to remember. I got that wrong every time just by... I was like, I'll try it. Didn't mm-hmm. even come close, apparently. I, I was like, okay, well, thank God this is a rewind. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's three rounds of it, so you have to answer correctly three times. And it's progressively and you, harder. And it gets progressively harder to the point where the third one is like it blinks on the screen for a split second. It's like, okay, answer the question, loser. <laughs> I actually, blink- I'm not even kidding. I actually blinked one time. I was like, oh, what? I missed yeah. it. <laughs> I literally it really is like a blink. I, I, I honestly, God was, I, cause I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, cause we you know, we, Lachisi and I, we tried doing it legitimate each round and then sure, we just rewind and be like, oh, we got it wrong. Cause we're not going to yeah. go. The other problem is you have to go through and, and some of the levels higher towards- level up to that point again, I would say, the last maybe third of the game, the, some of the levels, maybe even a little bit, maybe even somewhere around the halfway point of the game, some of the mm-hmm. levels become just a, a, a an endurance run. Like, you're like, Jesus, this level's too long. Or some of that the... pyramid? Yeah. The, dude, it's like, some... what was it, like 3-6 three, three, or something like that? Yeah. Um, Where you have to rebuild Rob. Yeah! So I actually thought that was really cool. I liked it, and then realized, oh, hmm, you could die... Because there's one part where you have to use the stone ability to break a wall, but if you don't stop it, you'll fall and die. You'll fall in the pit, yeah. And so I I, I would have died there a couple of times. I came not, really close. Like, I died once for sure. I was like, oh, I need to reset this. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually enjoyed the idea of the pyramid 
but I wouldn't have wanted to do it without rewind time. And again, that's mostly just because I don't, I didn't want to, I don't want to spend that much time playing Dreamland three. Uh, oh, I think they're doing yard work outside. Give me one second. I'm going to close the window. That's all right. Um, but I uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. But I think that the 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 overall the the overall uh, rebuilding the Rob a thing is cool. I just wouldn't have wanted to do it without rewind time, like I was saying. I don't know. Well, like each of the like <laughs> many of the heart stars and many of the uh, many of the puzzles in the game in general involve you using a very specific combination of abil- of, of, of abilities. Every almost every one except for the mini game ones, mm-hmm. even the flower ones, because there's somewhere you're like cleaning the flowers or drink or giving them water or whatever it is. And that is that is like pretty significantly difficult to do, even with the guide and the foresight of knowing what you need before you get there. Yeah. There Going through strange... without a guide is like like think about this pattern. You have to go in the room, see that you don't have what you need figure out what you need, go into the other room that has all of the, all of the characters in it so that you can swap your ability yeah. and then, and then try out different animal friends and then try like have a couple of ideas and keep trying them until you get the right one. Yeah, and then right. you've done one of the six rooms. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Unless you just happen to have it already, <laughs> which you never do. Cause again, there's like, 40 or 50 combinations like the odds of you having the specific one that you need and yeah. especially in the case of like you might be able to get through the you might be able to get through the first thing but then there's like a wind tunnel and it's like oh i need i need coup for this so then you have to go back out go all the way back in which is like at that point like five rooms away true go all the way back get the animal friend go back through it again so like you have well, to and that's do if each... the level doesn't can't because you know kirby has this weird thing of making it so sometimes the door just disappears and you yes. can't go backwards anymore which i don't i don't understand that design decision it makes yeah it's very confusing it um, is built for you to have to play each of these stages like eight times <laughs> right it's it's on purpose i i because again it doesn't tell you what you need to do like some of the some of the heart stars are really are simple enough to do. You don't need any particular ability for it. Like not stomping on the flowers is easy enough, but then there's one later. So it's like, okay, don't stomp on the flowers. Right. Yeah. It teaches you that almost first thing is like, yeah, this is a thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it even, I'll give it some credit. It gives you like the, the failure tone. If you do the thing wrong. Yeah. So like, if you step on the flower, it'll give you a little like, do do do. Like, Oh, and it's like, oh, you failed the thing. Once you recognize that, it, like, it tells you it has a specific tone for, like, hey, this is where the heart star thing is, right? Mm-hmm. And then it has the tone for, like, no, you messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so, like, I'll give it that where, like, you can kind of trial and error it, but usually once you've messed it up, you have to leave the level And then come back and do the whole level again to get back to that point just to try the next idea. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, what it teaches you in an earlier stage is the wrong thing. It's literally the wrong. It's literally to be fair. I think it's only one level. I think it's only the mushroom level. No, there's another one in particular that comes to mind. Oh, which one? So like so the, the mushroom level is like the first stage tells you don't stomp on the flowers. Right? The very first stage of the game, he means. Right, the very first stage of the game. 
there is a later stage that also has flowers in it, but it has flowers and mushrooms. And what it wants you to do is don't stomp the flowers, but do stomp the mushrooms. Other way around. Is it? Yeah, you want you want to you want to kill the flowers. Uh, kill the, the flowers, but not the mushrooms. That's yeah. even worse. Right. Right. That's so it's even telling, worse. It's, 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 it's like, saying it's saying do the thing that you didn't do in the first game, but also the thing you did in the or the first level, but also the thing you did in the first level. Yeah. So like this is a similar thing where it's like okay, you learned that stomping flowers is bad. Now stomping flowers is good, but don't stomp the other things to stomp. Yeah. Yeah. Mario, let the Goomba hit you. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the other one is the, uh, is the block cutting. There is a, uh, one of the puzzles is like you block get cutting. into a room and there's like a five by five grid of star blocks that you can, that you can take out that yes. you can break. And there's a, there's a <laughs> guy, one. there's the first one has like, there's a little character in there yeah. and he just looks like a little, like a little cross shape. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, Oh, I've got a, you, you would, you would, you would pick up pretty quickly oh i'm supposed to mimic this thing yeah like now there's 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 a shape there's a guy with the shape and you have to carve the the set of blocks into his shape into the little cross shape so that's fairly straightforward that's not too difficult it's a little obtuse but like not it's, too it's, difficult it's to not figure out. it's not that's not that bad though i don't it's I, fairly I don't straightforward that i no, forgot about that the second one's time, fine though the second time is a similar is a similar thing where there's a shape in the room and there there's a guy in the room with the shape and it's like okay it's this thing again we have to we have to make that shape in the room with the blocks no you have to make that shape but upside down yeah it's it's with, it with like, no rhyme or reason for for why it's suddenly upside down either <laughs> it's just like do it upside down this time you loser <laughs> And it's like, first of all, it's a much more difficult shape to like remember because the first one is just like a, a perfect cross. It's symmetrical going in all directions. This one's more like a chalice where it's like three, one, one, three, five or something like that. The someone in my stream referred to it as fey logic. Yeah. Okay. Where it's like this, this sideways, this like sideways lateral thinking logic where it's like, it never really feels good when you get to the end of a puzzle and it doesn't feel good at all. It's just like, sometimes you get to the end of a puzzle and it's like, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, how the actual hell would, like, I would have never gotten that. Or you got it just by random chance, which is equally less exciting. It's not exciting, but like, at least it's done. If it's something that you can just dummy into, that's fine. These are not puzzle solutions you can dummy into. These are puzzle solutions where you have to do a very specific, obtuse thing. Oh, no, I just meant, like, you're, if, if you were just playing the game, you're like, whatever, I'm going to flip it, and that was right, you'd be like, cool, I solved it. But at the same time, you you wouldn't, it, you didn't really like, solve why, anything. But, like, you, you just, why would you do that? Though? That's what I'm trying to say, is that it's, 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 it's not, it's not a satisfactory way of solving anything. Right. You don't like it's solving is not even the right word. You just got it right. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's, you didn't do anything for it. That was, yeah, that it's was a like really when dumb you're, one. It's like when you're trying to solve a computer problem. Yeah. And you troubleshoot and you troubleshoot, you troubleshoot for a while. And, and then you just turn the computer on one day and it's fixed and you don't know what happened. Yeah. You're, and you're, you're like, 
that's well i'm glad that at least fixed, feels good what the hell was that <laughs> that, that feels better than this <laughs> it does because at least like at no point in kirby's dreamland did i feel like i was gonna have to you know buy a 200 hundred dollar computer part if i didn't solve the puzzle <laughs> no the so i think what the heart stars boil down to is they're just kind of to, to be honest, they're just sort of, eh. I'd rather, I honestly would have been happier with just a random collectible. <laughs> like Yeah, which is the, what Crystal Shards does, where it's like there's yeah. there's kind of three smaller but more straightforward, um, like, puzzles to solve or, like, well, hidden yeah, areas like, to use get. These, use these abilities to get past this thing, and then you get your, your prize. And you get your thing, yeah. I, I like that way more. The Heart Stars in this are kind of just, they're, they're sort of bleh, and I wouldn't have done it except they're except. crucial to the story which you actually have to get them to get like the the actual ending no, the, i wouldn't even it's basically the bat it's basically lavos wins if you don't collect them all. pretty much yeah so would you like to share what the what the story of kirby's dreamland 3 is so the like the main enemy of the like of this particular trilogy of like Dreamland Two, Dreamland Three, and and Crystal Shards, which I feel like is basically just Dreamland Four. Yeah, yeah. Like realistically, like we call it Kirby sixty four because in that era everything was sixty four. But that's they, Kirby's Dreamland Four. Yeah, like they probably called it four because eighty <laughs> percent of the people would have been like, "What was three? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But yeah, so like the main enemy is dark matter, which is basically just a giant black, like black dark energy eyeball monster, like like chthonic oh, no, or Z like eldritch zero? god. Which is zero. Zero is the giant white eyeball monster. Okay, okay. Dark but matter like, is the like the amorphous black blob yes. thing. That's like a. It's basically like a black hole. Yeah, essentially, and it it it. The eyeball comet of dark energy, like flies down to uh, to pop star, the you know the star where Kirby lives, yeah. and just infects the land and possesses all of the creatures, except for Kirby and his six animal friends. Yeah, Koo, Koo lets Kirby know pop stars in big trouble. Yeah, in the instruction manual. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's like shown in the. In I the, think they know, show a clip of it well. of Kirby kind of like. Uh, we got, mm -hmm. we got some stuff to deal with. Or, I mean, Koo coming to Kirby saying we got some stuff to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, so, basically, like, I, I said this during the stream, but, like, every Kirby game that I can think of. I think except for the very first Game Boy one. Yeah. Starts with, let's stroll through a delightful little wooded meadow and, like, Oh, we'll and kill, all the we'll creatures are cute and we, like, we're a cute little puffball and like let's let's have a cute stroll through the woods and then they all end with kirby going to space to kill god yeah <laughs> I mean, quite and and it like it's 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 particularly jarring in like the nes one where it's it's super friendly and fun like maybe it's even more jarring in this one honestly because of the art style where yes. where where it's actually all just sort of fun and friendly, even when you're killing the boss. I mean, hell, the one boss is is a is a is realm or uh yeah realm right From yeah Final realm Fantasy totally VI, yeah where where she's just she's just painting pictures and they come to life and you 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 fight you get to fight Krako there which is a nice little smile yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah and you get to fight a son who that actually craps out fire 
Yeah. Uh, that's not even, I'm not being silly. Um, one, like one of the bosses is, uh, is pawn and con. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not the, from uh, the painting boss though. That's, that's, that's the, that's like, the, no, the, no, the no, that's a different boss. boss. But I'm just but, saying, like, the bosses generally are pretty cute. Like, yeah, Pawn and Con are just, chill. like, a cute little fox and raccoon. Yeah, and they're, and, like, they're super cute. And when you, and the final, actually, what, what is the, what is the, the, the little girl's name? I don't remember. Uh, it changes based on, like, which game. And oh, okay. which, uh, and If which... she's a good guy or a bad guy. <laughs> well, I think it's always a, I, I think, I think they're always a good person. Apparently their gender is, like sort of in flux it's unknown oh, i like that I'm, I'm down with that that's fine um it, but anyway they're like i think they're i think they're generally considered to be good but in this okay. case all of the bosses are basically like good people that were possessed with dark matter oh that's true that's true that's true no one no one's a- yeah wispy woods is never actually bad in the previous games you just kill them for fun in this one <laughs> it's true Wispy Woods just sits in the forest. Based on that logic, Kirby just showed up there and Wispy Woods like, seriously, again? Why? Kirby shows up at the beginning of every game and is just like, it's time to have a gender reveal party. Time to die. And she's like, fine. In this case, like... In in Dreamland three, at least Wispy Woods actually like walks on his roots and has like a, a spooky haunted house face on him. True. True. So like he actually he actually presents as a threat for once. <laughs> um. And then there, but then there's just like a what is it like a shark like a or, a, or a killer whale or something? Yeah, I think it's it's got to be a killer whale. I'm pretty sure. Um, acro. And then there's there's pawn and con, which are just like a cute little very japanese but still just like a little raccoon and fox yeah isn't it isn't it technically i i always are they is it a tanuki yeah it's tanuki a tanuki Without, and a kitsune yeah it doesn't it doesn't have its staple testicles hanging out because it's you know because nintendo because <laughs> it's nintendo thankfully i'm okay with that i'm, I'm fine with that that's i, a, I'm, I that's am good. actually not saying anything that that like that is not a bad thing i, I don't need that to be there for my enjoyment thank you <laughs> i will say the first time i saw one of those statues for real and was like what are the oh oh yep what <laughs> yeah no it's it's that's that's a thing <laughs> and, and it just it forever tainted <laughs> what i think of mario in the tanuki suit yep and i was like oh jesus that's it's okay there's a compartment for that <laughs> um but so, yeah so you go through all the bosses the bosses are fairly innocuous they're not that threatening you want to talk about ddd i, I mean particularly ddd phase two ddd gets he got the he got the a raw deal like the nightmare is mm. inside his stomach mm-hmm. and rips him apart to spit stuff out. Yep. <laughs> like you fight DDD as a husk. It yes. is literally a hollowed out husk for dark matter. Yeah. It is the, it is. It's one of the most heavy. horrifying things I have seen on the super Nintendo. And I played illusion of Gaia a few weeks ago. <laughs> If you it is, to that, it is on do. the level of it is on the level of um, of uh, Jackal burning to death before yeah, well, my eyes. It, if I remember correctly, doesn't it even have like almost like teeth like where he's like a like a zipper almost and it's just yes. like opened up and then the eye spits stuff out at you and you're mm-hmm. like, holy crap. And these eyes are just he's like dead. He, yeah, 
He's completely dead inside. I'm telling you, he's a husk. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, he really is. He really is. He it's is, just he like is, a DDD he is, suit. He is a host for dark matter. He is just, he is just, yeah, a suit. Like, um, you get into phase two, like, the first phase of it is like, you know, he does his inhale attack, he does his hammer attack, he does general DDD stuff. Yeah. It's, and it's, then, like, the second phase is he's flying around, like, sort of ragdolly limp. And then, like, an eyeball appears from his stomach to blink out, like, like, black project, like, black inky looking projectiles at you. Yes. And then, like, his other attack is that his entire midsection opens up into, like, a sharp teeth monster. And just he tries to fly towards you and Pac-Man you. <laughs> it's by just like eating you with his stomach teeth uh, it is so, it is so horrifying and then it manages to get worse <laughs> so like if you don't get all the heart stars that ddd fight is the end of the game what even happens if you don't get it does it just like kind of end there or what i actually, I don't, don't, actually don't know i don't know either because i collected all the heart stars before getting there and then i was kind of like shoot i should have left one um to go back and get it because I'm kind of curious if how it, like how it ends or because it has to hint at something still there. Maybe I'm is gonna it like... actually I'm gonna actually find out. Oh yeah, please do. Because uh, what happens after you defeat every single boss is if you've collected the heart stars, you see like this the black misty ooze stuff kind of flying upwards towards the sky as if you've cleansed that part of Pop Star from nightmares and ultimately Zero's crutches or no nightmares a different game. Excuse me, dark matter and and Zero, they're cause... very similar. It's yeah, understandable. Zero zero hides inside dark. I think the eye that you see in dark matter is just zero, and dark yeah, matter I is think just the right. black gooey stuff around him. But I I could be wrong. It's not like I'm a <laughs> I, I'm not a, a Kirby lore aficionado here. I just which is which is apparently a thing because there is some Kirby lore. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I I've always just kind of treated them as <laughs> sort of just fun silly games. Um, yeah, they get real dark. Like I said, like they all, they all involve you just like going to like kill some sort of eldritch God. Yeah. And so when, and (laughs) when you kill DDD and it's the last one, it opens up the, the last, the last boss for, uh, for the game, which Mm -hmm. is, is actually kind of (laughs) hard. It's it has a very obvious pattern once you know it, but uh, the very first time you might die. <laughs> okay, so I just I just skimmed through the bad ending. Okay. Um, so what happens is you still do the DDD fight, and you do both. You do both. Um, what do you call forms it? of DDD? Yeah, you do both uh, phases. Yeah. Of DDD. Um, and then you get a not a credit sequence, but like the like the Mario 64 credit sequence where you're like walking to the left, like okay. back home. Yeah. And it shows you like it does like a little scroll of like all the enemy names mm-hmm. and it shows you all of them. So it shows you like, you know, Waddle D and 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 Broomy and and all of the enemies. And then it gets to the bosses and it's like, here's Jumper Shoot and here's there's a enemy called Jumper Shoot. Um, and then at the end, it says, and dot, 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 and then it pans up and it shows dark matter in the sky and his eyeball appears from just like the black circle and leers at you. And then it just says question mark. Oh, good Christ. 
and that and then that's the end so clearly there's more to so do. it shows you there's something else that you didn't see yeah also extremely ominous if you weren't expecting that yeah because <laughs> there's a very good chance that you would have played through Kirby without even really paying attention to, to the fact that there's a, a nightmare in the sky trying to kill everything because yeah. you might have even skipped the opening story. <laughs> it's true. And even if you didn't, like I didn't, but like it didn't really make an impact on me because it's just kind of like scrapbook images. Yeah, you're kind of like whatever. Like it doesn't really tell you anything. It gives you a, it gives you a general feeling of like, okay, there's a threat. Yeah. Fine. Um, but like not anything... Yeah, not anything like the the lack of like storytelling throughout the stages makes you kind of disconnected from what the overall well and is. the story in between each stage is just comical like it's yeah. just for fun right it's goofy oh yeah they're uh, just like they're, they're little they're little uh like little tiny vignettes of just yeah, something yeah, dumb yeah, that's happening. that's what i was looking for it's it's like a it's no, a comedy they're, 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 they're yes yes they're they're they are amusing it's it's fun it's not a bad thing i mean I'm, if you I'm, played a kirby game you've seen them there's like little there's little uh stage introductions where kirby yeah, and a true. couple of the other uh a couple of the other characters are doing a thing it doesn't have to just, be explained like it's in a vacuum <laughs> yeah they, they they mess with each other uh and then you start so, so then you go then you go flying in the sky you murder you kill dark matter then dark matter like the eye comes out of the the dark matter yep and you kill the eye don't you like rip the eye right out of it like you rip the pupil out of the literally like so zero is the like you go to space and there's like a there's almost like a a a scrolling shooter like a gradius shooter style final boss yeah which is surprisingly common for kirby games because uh superstar had that too superstar yeah in uh, milky way wishes it's very similar to that fight um so you beat dark matter and then like replacing dark matter is zero, which is just a giant white eyeball that looks basically the same. Yeah. And, um, and then when you beat zero, then yeah, like literally the like Andros eyeball, like explodes in a fountain of blood out of the middle of the, out of the like cornea. And starts chasing you around the stage. Yeah. And it's like, dear God, what, <laughs> why are you doing this? It's, it's, it was, it was. Why is Kirby <laughs> like this? I didn't see you beat it. So, Lachise and I, when we were doing it, we were like, what the hell? We just, that's his eyeball's eyeball. What is going on? It's the cornea. It's the pupil. Yeah. His, it's like the pupil explodes part. into a smaller eyeball. Yeah, but it's like a detached, like bloody eyeball that's like now following you around the stage and luckily is not difficult to beat. No, that part's actually the easiest of the whole fight. Yeah, by far. Yeah, but like, it do, is like, still like awkward circles. I, and it just kind of I, I think it like at that point, like that fight is long and, and fairly difficult. Yeah. Um, And I think at that point, it's like it's kind of a last minute desperation move. And like, maybe they'll get you just because you're stunned. Or you only have maybe one life left or something like that. Yeah. You get hit but I time. mean, like, it's easy enough to avoid if you're still on guard. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe you're maybe you're off guard because you thought the fight was over. Or maybe you're just sitting there in shock because what the hell did I just look at? <laughs> Am I playing a Kirby game? What the f- <laughs> And eventually, like, people who've played a lot of Kirby games know that, like, no, this is the arc of Kirby games. 
Yep. It is 80 to 90% of cutesy going through forests and mountains and wood and woodland areas. Nice ice stage. A nice ice stage, a cave here and there, mm-hmm. some water stages, and like cutesy enemies here and there. And then all of a sudden, it's blood and gore and existential dread. <laughs> That's and, and And space gods. <laughs> and And literal like literal like universe destroying stakes but you at the end you kill him and pop star is saved and everyone's happy <laughs> and everyone's happy and kirby just goes back to eating actually he doesn't eat anything at the end of this game i mean he will <laughs> oh yes of course of course you don't specifically see it but like there's ice cream in his future oh yeah you know um there is. and that's that's the game. That's the game. Yeah, I will say if if you can play with two people, I I would advise it. It's it's, it's a very good time. It's enjoyable, especially with the rewind time feature. So then if something dumb happens or whatever, yeah, cares. um, it, it really it it definitely uh, mitigates the uh, you get mad at each other for screwing up problem. Yeah, there's you will never ever have that issue with this because it's like oh, <laughs> if you are going time? for full completion, just like not even as like a cheat. I don't even consider it like a cheat. It is just like it is a pure time saving function. Yeah, because you want to do it. There's so many other things you want to do. It's you know, there is there's like we like we talked about like so there's one stage where it's like don't touch the flowers and then the other stage is touch the flowers, but don't touch the mushrooms. And then there's one later where it's like, okay, the flowers have like soot or dust on them. Yeah, and you have to hit them one time. One time only with one of the cleaning abilities to dust them off. Yeah. And then and there's be careful another with one Rick, where it's like, you can't double jump. So you might accidentally walk on flowers. Right. And then there's another one where it's like the flowers exist, but they're just like little stems and you have to water them. But it's not clear that you have to do that. And the only thing that gives you water is I is uh, cleaning and pitch. Yes. Because then you throw a bucket of water like, yeah, you throw like little water droplets. Use a guide. And then use save states and rewinds so that you can't mess those things up because it is a fun game, but it is not worth spending 25 hours on so that you have time for that. So that you can play each stage three or four times to make up for your mistakes. There are some games that I think it is worth playing um, like legit just to try to get the the challenge of getting through them Mm -hmm. for that, you know, for that, like, hell yeah, I did it feeling. You like won't a, feel special for beating this game without using rewind time. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I would say, like, I really like Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. And that's yeah, one that, of those. That's a game. That's a game, though, where you're playing it because it's hard. Yeah. So, like, there are games like that where it's like, you can beat that by cheesing it out with rewinds and save states. But the point is, like, you can accomplish this. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, getting through it is the point of doing that. I don't feel that about this at all. This is a game that it's not difficult to get through, but to get like the final boss and all of the content, it is very obtuse and it is built for you to have to make mistakes and then just waste your time playing the same level eight times trying to figure out what the hell happened. And it's just not worth it. It's not it's not worth the time that it would take to do that legitimately. So I would say play it, but definitely use modern convenience to be able to play those stages one time. It's just more fun. It is, but it's, it's, I'm glad we played it because I went into it thinking like, thinking that it was like a lesser than Kirby game. And it's actually a really good Kirby game. 
No, it's great. It's, it's, I, it's I a, think that, like, I have heard it said before, but, like, name a bad Kirby game. Yeah. It's pretty hard. They're all... Well, <laughs> maybe it should be... <laughs> name a if it's it's more like they're all the same a little very bit same but like there is a baseline level of quality that you can expect with kirby games where they yes, are if, all if, at worst above average if you like kirby you'll 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 enjoy this and if you have someone to play it with and and if you, you don't like, like kirby why games, i mean if you don't like kirby games then you just don't like kirby games i think you know what i mean like it's, yeah i know the, i know it's not for everyone but it's just like it's it seems so like safe and innocuous and like they're cute and they're just, I don't know. It feels like they have something for everyone. Like it's easy yeah. to get into, but then there's also like there's challenge there. There's, there's collectible stuff. It's just, I don't know. I, I know them. that everyone likes different things, but I can't imagine someone just being like Kirby sucks. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So Kirby, what's, what's, what's next on the, uh, the podcast agenda. I don't know that we, I don't know that we discussed it specifically. And at this point, like announcing the next game, since it took us three weeks to get to this one, seems like a, oh, almost wow. a waste of time. Wow. Or like, we're going to leave, we're going to leave him, leave him, uh, wondering. Unless we, unless it's scat. God, scat. What's that? I don't actually know. It's another weird Jalico game, and it makes me hesitant to play it because the last one of those we played was Operation Logic Bomb, and I don't want to go through that again. I will let you know that it's... I, I looked how long it takes to beat, and there's a speedrun video of it being done in, like, 30 minutes or something. A speedrun video of 30 minutes means that our playthrough is going to be, like, five hours. No, no, no. God, no. It's probably, like... It's not really just a speedrun. It's just one of those, like, no death clears, right? There's not... They're not using, like, speedrun tricks. Wait, let me see. Let me see here. So, I think... I think it's, I like... You gotta be very careful searching this. And, uh, <laughs> just type in NES. You'll be fine. It, or put the periods in between. Yeah, I'm letter, putting the periods and NES, like... Because what's it stand for? Special... Special Cybernetic, cybernetic. Attack Team. Yeah, Attack Team, yeah. Yeah, speed run in 2410. No death run in 2458. 2418. So I'm going to guess the speed run tech has just memorized the levels. <laughs> so, probably. So you're probably There might be a zip like here and there, but you're yeah, you're probably looking at like an hour. How long to beat like casually? Mhm. Mm the last No, not The Last of Us. Why are you telling me what? how long The Last of Us is? What? Google. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the do the dogs are upset too. Yeah, get them. Get Google. You know what? I you know what? I'll find out. Let's yeah. let's assume for now that that's what we're doing, and then if we change our mind, then it'll just be like the last several weeks where we changed our mind, and that's fine. Yeah. So you may be getting something. Well, no, you'll definitely be getting. You get something, something next week. <laughs> hey, you know what I, I realized after I uploaded the Kickbot episode last week? I I actually have no idea. That was episode 13, which means we've been doing this for a literal quarter of a year. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 Cause like 52 weeks. 13 weeks is a literal quarter of a year. How about how about that? Feel pretty good about it. How about that? It's been a good time. It has. And, and next week will be a much worse time <laughs> if we end up playing scat. I mean, <laughs> I imagine it will be a word like even if it's OK, like Kirby's Dream Land 3 was really good. This is Kirby's Dream Land 3 was almost like cheating. When it, when it comes yeah. to playing uh, old games that people have that a lot of people haven't played <laughs> like like realistically, um, the 
we knew it was like, even if it wasn't as good as like Superstar, Kirby Superstar is some people's like best game on the SNES. Sure, sure. Like, it's not mine. It's probably a top 10 for me. It's up there. It's a good game. But like, the SNES has a lot of good games. Yeah. But, um, so like, Dreamland 3 is really good. Like, I was, I expected it to be pretty good. And I was actually really surprised that it was really good. Mm -hmm. I am keeping my expectations much lower for this. (laughs) I have no idea why. (laughs) It's almost like Jalico puts out trash. Why is this on? Why is this? Why is this part of the Switch Online service? I don't understand. I I assume it's because Jalico just like doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And Nintendo was like, yeah, we can we can get those games for for pennies. And no one played them, so they don't, uh, like, they'll just Wait. play them out of curiosity. Like, we're totally doing... Is 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 it is it a Natsume game? Oh, wait, is it? Published by Jellico? Wait, what? The, I'm, I'm just looking at the you instruction manual. You know what? We'll talk, about this, we'll talk about this next week. Okay. Now, apparently, okay. there are mysteries to uncover about... Oh, like, like the box uh, <laughs> Cybernetic special... Uh, special a... cybernetic attack team. That's some box art. We're going to have to like, we're going to have to, we're going to extend the length of the podcast next week by 10 minutes just by saying special cybernetic attack team every time instead of using its acronym. I don't want to use its acronym. (laughs) I don't either. That's why we're going to do that. Okay. We'll see you next week, guys.